if, if you're looking for protein bars that are perfect to supplement with your jiu-jitsu training and are John John Goldsboro, Pan American champion, then go check out Black Belt Nutrition. Uh, they're protein bars that are specifically made for jiu-jitsu, uh, martial arts, all fighting arts. Um, they have the perfect amount of carbs and fats along with protein to boost your high-intensity training along with kale and spinach and dark chocolate. That's going to help your overall optimization as a human. So go check them out on Amazon.com, uh, Black Boat Nutrition. Uh, you're going to love it. Welcome to the Black Boat Show. Today we have John John Goldsboro. John John Goldsboro is the current 2022 Pan American Blue Belt champion. Um, he's won the Houston Open this year, the New Orleans Open, the Miami Open, uh, I believe the LA Open. Just a few, just just a few of the major city tournaments, um, along with the Pan American. And he is the one of the fastest up and coming grapplers in the in the sport and he's going to be a name you're going to be hearing a lot of the next year two years three years four years five years um he's a great young man and we hope you enjoy the show all right mr john john goldsboro how are you doing sir thanks for uh joining us today i'm doing great how about yourself thank you guys so much for having me it's my pleasure uh, doing great john john so john john you're uh you're a young up-and-comer, recent uh, Pan American champion. Um, you've, you've dominated a few of the major city opens this year. Um, can you kind of just tell us where you're from and how did you get involved in jiu-jitsu? Yes, of course. So I'm from, a, uh, I'm from Boise, Idaho originally, and then I moved to Florida when I was younger, where I've been born and raised in St. Cloud, Florida, Orlando. And I got in jiu-jitsu over a little over five years ago because I saw my brother training and I had suffered a, a, a bunch of bullying in school. So I wanted something to raise my confidence. I wanted something to be able to, you know, I wanted something to defend myself, raise my confidence and gain self, like self-worth, you know? And I saw my brother doing that and I always looked up to my brother. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try it out. And then I went off, I went to watch one of his classes and I saw him training, and then I was like, okay. I was like, the first day, I was like, I don't think this is for me. And then the second day, I came back again, and I was like, I don't know. And then I just came back every day to watch because you never know. And then the next week, I started. And then that was it. <laughs> that was all she wrote. And then I started training like crazy. And then I, uh, like four months after, I started to compete. And then I fell in love with the sport. Did you ever have to use your jiu-jitsu against the bullies? So there are some situations, but fortunately, nothing serious and nothing bad. But did you, I mean, did you come close to the situation, but did your newfound confidence from jiu-jitsu kind of help get away from the situation? Oh, 100%. It definitely, it definitely made me more of the mindset, like, oh, I don't care what people say about me, too. I know my worth, you know? 
And how, how long did it take for that mental shift to happen? Well, you know, it's not, it's not overnight. It definitely took a little, but little by little, I'm still working on my mindset right now. I'm working with a mental coach and I'm doing everything correctly so that I can get to the highest level. But like I said, it's not overnight, but it definitely took a little for me to get self-confident. And so then you all, you do work with a mental, uh, a mental or mindset coach, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, I do. What do you, what effect has that had on your jiu-jitsu? I feel it's had many positive effects. I, it helps me believe in myself a little more, helps me risk, and it helps me, you know, train just looking to evolve. It helps me waking up every day just looking to be a better me, not focusing on being better than anybody else, not focusing on proving anything, just being better than I was yesterday. And I believe it's something that was much needed in my career, and now I'm very happy and blessed that I have it. So how did you go from not really liking it when you first started to going so deep into it that you wanted to learn Portuguese on your own? So basically, there, it's a long story. So I started off training, you know, just a teens class. And then I would always ask my professor, hey, can I train the next class? And he'd let me. So I ended up training a bunch of classes a day. And then I stayed three years, uh, two years like that. And then one day my family got with my professor. And then we decided, okay, let's open a gym together. And then we started to work hard. It just was, it wasn't that easy. We worked hard. We put everything we could. And then we started. And then one day my professor made a joke with me. And me and my professor, he, his name is Marcel. He, um, he's not just like a professor to me. He's like a second dad to me. He's like a role model, somebody I look up to. Somebody who's shaped me into the athlete I am. Somebody who... When I get to the top, all the credit goes to him, my parents, you know. But anyways, he made a joke. And he was like, hey, you train Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You can't, you need to speak Portuguese. Because he was speaking English, and I didn't understand him very well in a position. I was like, I can't understand you. It's hard to understand. And then he was like, oh, well, you need to do this because it's Brazilian jiu-jitsu, not American. And then he said it jokingly. But then I took it seriously. I started forcing myself to speak listening to a lot of music and then not being scared to risk. Like I know sometimes like, I'm going to sound dumb saying this, but since I was with my professor and he's like my dad, I didn't, I didn't feel that, you know, I was like, okay, he's going to correct me. I feel comfortable around him. If I say it wrong, it's okay. So to make that clear for the audience, John, John is not Brazilian, but he taught himself how to speak Portuguese just by training and speaking with this coach. John, John, do you have any advice to people who do want to learn how to start speaking Portuguese, people who do train, who want to start learning how to speak Portuguese? Yes, of course. So a lot of people try to do Duolingo and all that stuff, and I never studied Portuguese at all. The, the only way I learned it was trying. I watched videos of jiu-jitsu in Portuguese. I started watching seminars. I started listening to music and I started trying to speak it. So just don't be afraid. Don't be afraid at all. Just try to get better. Don't worry about what people think about you. If you sound dumb or not, just try. Because you have to start somewhere. You're not going to start just speaking fluent. Do you speak Spanish as well? Yeah, so I speak that because of my mom. So my mom is Cuban and my dad is German. So is there a crossover between the Portuguese and Spanish? 
oh my god man you have no idea sometimes i get crazy in my mind because like one second i'm trying to speak spanish and then one second i'm in portuguese and i'm like holy crap and then english and i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> so it's similar it, it definitely is similar and then there's some big differences okay so i'm assuming knowing how to speak spanish did kind of help uh, well so so i kind of as a child i was forgetting spanish and then after i learned portuguese it made relearning spanish easier so i learned portuguese without speaking good spanish without speaking right. spanish interesting so then you are so you're a blue belt but you know compared to your average hobbyist blue belt uh, i i believe your blue belt probably means something different as you said uh, your family, you guys have a gym, um, you coach and teach seminars, um, and you're competing at a very high level. How do you think your blue belt, uh, as someone who trains and lives a sport like you, compares to somebody who's a blue belt like in the middle of Montana and just trains okay. a few times a week? So I, I believe it's very different. Why? I believe it's mat time. I believe it's much more experience, much more. So one thing I, one thing I believe is training jujitsu is not just, I'm going to go there and train. For me, it's just like when people surf, they say they have a connection with the water, they feel the waves. It's the same thing when I train jujitsu. I feel I have a connection with the mat. I feel the positions. I feel what I'm doing. I'm trying to train smart. I'm trying to understand the sport. So, and I train so much. So it's much easier for me to have that mentality. Because, I mean, I train eight hours a day, like four training sessions a day. Somebody who trains three times a week. Four times a week. They don't have that much experience, you know. They don't have that much mat time and time on their positioning. But I think there, I have nothing against hobbies because I think if that guy is happy doing what he wants, that's amazing. So I just think the little differences, it's just mat time, you know. Having a bigger connection with the mat. That is really the difference for me. So, John, John, do you train eight hours a day because you just like jujitsu, or do you want to pursue a career in it? So, uh, I would say one thing. Um, a lot of people, they'll say, oh, I train because I need to do this. Um, I will never say that because I don't need to do anything. I train in the morning. I train. I do competition training in the morning. I, I train at noon. I train, at, I train drills in the afternoon. I train at night and I do physical preparation, not because I'm forced to, not because I need to be a champion. It's because I truly love the sport and I truly want to get there for me because I love that feeling. The feeling of winning is like second to none for me, you understand? So for me, I'm not even working. I know it's considered a job for me because I'm taking it professional. But for me, I'm not even working. I'm just enjoying my process. And I know one day I will get to the top because while everybody's partying or there's other people not taking it serious or other people messing up, I'm staying consistent on my diet, my mental training, my workouts, my training, and I know I'll get there. So I'm just enjoying my process, trying to be 1% better every day. That's awesome, man. Did you always have this mindset or is this something you developed with your coach? It's definitely something I developed, but I definitely, I, I have an amazing support system. My mom, she's like my best friend. Uh, she helps me with everything. My dad, like my other best friends, they take me everywhere. 
that anything I say, they'll help me as much as they can. They'll give all the power they can, all the force they can. If I say, mom, dad, I really need to compete in Vegas. I want to get my name out there. They'll do anything they can. My professor, amazing. He will help me with anything. My brother, Lucas, and my brother, Nathan, they'll help me and train. And if I call them at 5 a.m. at night, 5 a.m. in the morning, I'm sorry, they'll train with me without any problem. My other professors, Larissa and Anderson Gias. Uh, Larissa just became a world champion, and Anderson fought a huge name, and he's getting his name out there now. Those two, I'm so grateful for them because they, I wouldn't be anywhere close to where I am right now without them. That's awesome. And it's badass that you do have a good support system. So what gym do you represent when you compete? So I represent, yeah, remember this name, everybody, MJ and Jiu-Jitsu in St. Cloud, Florida. Awesome. Located close to Orlando. Do you compete with a chip on your shoulder when you go against the guys from bigger gyms, like the mainstream names, basically? I 100%. I understand your question. So when I started competing for my gym, my so I I understand I, I think I have like a um, a method of thinking, like my family is my strength. So sometimes saying that it can get heavy on your shoulders. And be like oh I need to win for my family, understand? So when I started competing, I was like holy crap I need to represent my gym. The kids look up to me. My family looks up. To me. I need to you know, and it was harder for me. And a lot of the times I've lost. I, it has been me completely beating myself mentally. And this is why I'm taking my mental coach, my mental coach training so seriously, you know, but so I completely understand your question coming from a small gym, fighting with a bigger gym. Now with my mindset changing, I really like that because I want to not just prove to them. I just want to show myself. I want to show myself that I don't need to be training with um, like a hundred good people on the mat, um, a really big name. I don't need I don't need qual I don't need quantity I need quality and I believe here at MJN with my family that's what I have I have quality. So then who, so then who would you say so outside of the the mental and spiritual portion, uh, play style wise, who do you look up to? Who's your favorite people to watch? And like who, who's 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 got your dream game? Okay. So I have an inspiration and I have um, an idol. So my idol is Mikhail Galvão. And my inspiration is Eric Muniz. Like I said, I have one idol and I have one inspiration. My idol is Mikhail Galvão. And my inspiration is Eric Muniz. Those are the two guys that I watch the most in competition seasons. And just in training, two guys I look up to, not just because they're jujitsu, but their lifestyle, how humble they are, how just as a, how good of a person they are in and outside of the mat. Like Eric Muniz in, in Worlds, um, I'm a huge fan of him. And with my professor, Anderson Gias, I went up to him and I got his belt. So it's just like little stuff like that. And I hang it on my wall and I look up to it like, oh, and one day I'm going to get there. Oh, yeah. Let's give, let's give him a shout out. Definitely. So, Eric Muniz, thank you so much for everything and inspiring me and giving me your belt. I hope one day to be just like you. Yeah. So, uh, John, I had another question. So, as a, like we were saying earlier, you know, your level of blue belt is a different uh, level compared to what the average blue belt stands for. 
So have you ever gone to gyms um, elsewhere where there's not a lot of competitors or people who take it as seriously, kind of like a recreational gym? And have you ever, you know, beaten higher belts? Um, yeah, I don't like to talk too much about training, but uh, when it comes to like not in a bad, uh, like when it comes out not a bad way, I don't mind. Say one hundred percent. There's been times where people come to my gym or I go to gyms and I'm able to beat higher belts, but I never let that affect my mind. Like, oh, I'm so good, I'm so good. I never let that happen to me because I know I train, you know, and I believe in my game. So. If I if my game works out, then I can, I believe I can get anybody. It just needs to work out, you know. Well, I wasn't even talking from like a like a cocky sense. I'm in more in a say like, are people ever shocked? You know, um, you ever oh, feel 100%. people underestimate? You know, just yeah. say, oh, blue belt kid, I'm gonna take it easy, and then yeah, they're yeah. just shocked. I definitely that's definitely happened to me many times when people are like, oh my god, how old are you? How are you this good? And I'm just like, oh, I get shy. <laughs> I mean, I just like, I don't know what this one. I'm like, man, thank you so much. You're really good. I, 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 I kind of get lost. <laughs> really, the game's changing so much. Uh, no, it really it, does. If you don't train a lot and connect with the mat, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, well, compare. I mean, you got monsters like you now. You know, oh, age 16, you. training eight hours a day. So, so then, what's your what's your dream? Uh, what's your dream in the sport? You know, what is your big moment that you hope to reach one day? So my my desire, my objective is to win worlds at black belt. But my main my main dream is to impact the sport in way in a way nobody ever has. I want to change the sport. I want to impact the sport with my family. I want to make kid. I want to inspire kids. I want to change the game. I want to inspire adults. I want to inspire masters. I want to inspire anybody. I want to just, I want to let my jiu-jitsu out in the world and inspire and move. And what about your game or your style do you, do you want to use uh, to inspire people? What I really want to use is I want to be complete. I want to show them that we're ready for any situation. Let's be ready for any situation. Bottom, top, takedown, anything. And so someone who's coming up and, you know, wants to be the future face of the sport, what is something you don't really like about modern jujitsu that you would like to change or at least kind of put your own spin on in the next 5, 10, 15 years? Something I'd like to change definitely is the, the ego, you know, the cockiness and the people talking so much. And the people, you know, saying, saying, saying. And I think there's no reason for that. If you know, if you know you're good, then be, keep it to yourself. You know, go out there and be good, be you. But you don't need to talk. You don't need to. You don't need to say so much stuff and make your opponent look like crap. You know, I just don't. I just don't agree with that type of stuff. I, I guess you can say it's better like poor sportsmanship. I don't agree with that, and I, we see that a lot now, and I don't like that. I was always taught by my dad to be a good sport, uh, have good sportsmanship. And I don't like when I see people have poor sportsmanship. Do you think that's something that was always prevalent in the sport? Or do you think it's something that's happening more recently? 
I think it's definitely something that's happening more recently. Do you have any take on why that might be? I guess jujitsu is evolving and people think that like that they're reinventing the game and then they think they're the best. But one thing my professor always tells me is there's always going to be someone better than you. So just keep training, train hard to get that person. Don't ever think you're the best because there's always going to be one person. Just focus on you and train. No, I, I think that makes sense. You know, you, you're a young man, John John, and you're already a, more mature than I think a lot of 40 and 50 year olds. So we're very happy for you. Um, and we know you're going to go far in, in whatever, just not just jiu-jitsu, but whatever endeavor of life uh, you go through. I really appreciate you. Absolutely, brother. Hey, man, what's next? <laughs> so my next competition will be June 30th, American National G. And I'm very excited because I'm moving up in weight. No, I'm not getting fat. I'm moving up and with my diet, I'm eating a lot more food. I'm doing my protein right and everything, and I'm moving up weight classes. So my 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 thoughts behind this were, hmm, one thing I, I lack in strength, which could lower your confidence, correct? Because I was training with people so much heavier than me, and I was 139, 140. So I was like, okay, I'm going to bust my butt off to get up in weight and get gain more confidence. So ever since I've been gaining weight, I've put on about eight pounds since Worlds of muscle, feeling amazing, all natural, of course, feeling amazing. And I gained so much confidence just, from, just by that. All right, brother. So American Nationals. And how can people find you and how can people support you? So if you guys want to watch, if anybody wants to watch my fight out there, my fight will be streamed live on Pro, Pro Grappling. I'm Juvenile too, and I'm fighting in the lightweight division. And I'm ready to give my all. All right, brother. Please let us know, you know, coming up. Send us the link. Uh, we can't wait to watch. Oh, and I want to say what's saving me in this diet is the Black for Nutrition Protein Bars. Hell yeah. Between yeah. training snacks. <laughs> Helping me go up in weight in the healthiest way, no fake or artificial ingredients. I'm feeling amazing. All natural, feeling amazing. Fuck yeah! Can you tell the the audience where they can find uh, Blackwood Nutrition protein bars online? Guys, if you're eating another protein bar besides Blackwood Nutrition, oh yeah, it's just insane. Go to Amazon, go to BlackwoodNutrition.com and get them. I have a code. You guys, you need to go. You need to go get Blackwood Nutrition. They're the best protein bars. The only protein bars. That have all true ingredients, no artificial, no fake shit. This is the only, only protein bar that's like that. So please, guys, trust me, trust me. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. It's amazing. It's no, I heard they're pretty good. Uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Yeah, they have a really that. nice owner. I don't know. I don't know. I heard he's a nice guy. No, I heard. I heard he's. I heard he's decent. I heard he's okay. Yeah, I think he's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go check him out. I'm gonna, maybe I'll go place an order after this. <laughs> me too, for sure. Oh hell yeah. Well, thank you, brother. Um, thank you, guys. Anything else? Yeah. All right, John, John, that's that's the wrap. Um, anything else you want to add? No, sir. I enjoyed it so much. Thank you, guys, for everything. Fuck yeah. Did, did, you, did you have fun on the show? Oh, yeah. It was really fun. Hell yeah, man. But we're super we, – we'll add this out, but, but we're super proud of you, man. Dude, you're, 
young killer and young gentleman, and you inspire us. So keep killing it. Thank you so much. Thank Absolutely. You so much. I really appreciate you all. We're gonna-